You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Just like your dating profile, we're going to post up and talk about our latest and greatest to keep you up dated it's a 2024 i'm not gonna say it but it's 2024 (laughs) uh everyone this is the year jen is getting married like you're getting married this year how does that feel (laughs) i love how you said it once and then reiterated it the other way in the sentence (laughs) because it's like it's like you say like oh i'm getting married this year like that and then this year i'm getting married it was very disney about to start a song it's happening She's getting married this year. This year, she's getting married. She's getting married this year. Her marriage is coming to town. Bonjour. 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 Okay. Um, we want to know how that's going. And we're going to talk about where I am on my journey back to real life um, and a normal relationship. People don't talk about this that much. And I think we need to address it for a hot sec. You both might be headed down this road. So you're welcome when it gets to that time for you. And Rob has checked off his first box in the 2024 dating challenge and but you guys were really impressed. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. We're going to get into it. Let's start, Jen. Yeah. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's <laughs> getting married. Okay. But what would my Disney animals be? A squirrel. Yeah. A squirrel. Why a squirrel? Because they're like, they, they move with purpose and they, they collect things and they put it in their car tree. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. I think also you would. And be- they're like cute, but like you don't want to like fuck with them. Okay, they'll, I'm they'll here for that. You. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You're not sure if they're a rodent or like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow. Same. I yeah. identify with that. Yes. <laughs> I need to think on that one, but <clears throat> Julian Edelman identifies with the squirrel, and I love him. So we're going with that's a good one. Oh Great. My God. Can that guy just fall off the face of the earth already? Why? What? Is, why? Problem with Julian Edelman? What is your problem? If you don't look, everything it's it's like the Kansas City Chiefs thing right now, right? If you if you don't if you just look at the outside situation, like you think Julian Edelman is hot, he's a dick. He's like a known, well known dick, and it's kind of like the same thing with um, uh, Travis Kelsey right now. Like he's a douchebag. He's a fuckboy dick, and his ex is trying to like tell everybody about it. Anyway, it's another episode. Yeah, we'll talk about that on our another episode. We're going to talk about celebrity dating also. So we'll get into that. But Jen, this is the year of the marriage. What? Yes. How we want to know like where you're at in the process, but more importantly, but hopefully not that they've happened, but I'm sure they do because we're not robots. Like what problems have occurred and how do you overcome these things? Because we know they do. Yeah. Um, so it's really crazy because yes, last year I was saying I'm getting married next year and now we're in the year and now I'm getting married in like months. So that is nutty. 
I would say the entire process has been pretty smooth outside of me having like decision paralysis. But once I get past the my process, which is like narrowing things down, then I share things with Daniel who weighs in. So we have a good system. I curate and then he selects. And then secretly when he's not looking, I ask friends to weigh in too. And then usually things match up. So he picks the one they pick and vice versa. And I know I've done my due diligence and we move on to the next task. I would say Smart. that, thank you. I would say the sticking point is the finances that, I would say the sticking point is the financials of it all because we have expensive taste. So it's mostly discussing what we want and then finding out if it's really something we should have or some other version that's probably more cost-effective and reeling us back in. We go back and forth with like, should we do it all? It's the one time we're ever going to get married in theory. Or like, you know, is that really that important? Or I don't know. You know? You should just, so, you should say in theory before and after your vows. In yeah, theory. Like in theory till death do us part, but like, we'll yeah. see how this plays out. Right. Uh, so I think there's a lot of us kind of course correcting, curbing things, really diving into the nitty gritty and like deciding if it's something we really want or like. Maybe we just do, do that. You on guys our own. find yourself doing the uh, aspirin versus Tylenol type thing. What do you mean? Like, yeah, like like you could go Tylenol, which is like the name brands, which is you know works and you know is good, or you can go for just aspirin, like Walgreens aspirin, which does the same thing as Tylenol, but it's the cheaper knockoff version. But like, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So here's an example. Daniel's like, fuck it. I want a vodka caviar bar. We can do bumps of both. And I'm like, all right, this is the guy who literally, I say all the time, he goes from Costco to caviar with a blink. Like, I don't know how we got there, but that just upped the ante. He's like, if you saw Sex in the City, the movie, like the dress up the ante of the wedding. And this is what keeps happening. So I love him because he's got great taste and great ideas. And we have similar styles to things. So it's never been like a difference of like, he wants like this like rustic wedding and I want this super modern wedding. It's never like that. It's more just like, holy shit, now what do we do with our budget? So we came up with a solution for this kind of um, thing he wants in a different version. It's not like the cheaper version. It's just the more like manageable version. Maybe it is a cheaper version actually. Instead of caviar, it's salmon roe. See, exactly. But no, actually, there might be caviar. I have something to say about this. As a guest, and obviously at at a lot of weddings, I never had one, but like we've all been guests at them. We're all not spring chickens. So we've been parts of weddings and we've been to a million of them and we know. Fortunately, you have that working for you, Jen, because you want your guests to have a good time too. So you have so much experience in that perspective. But I will say, if it's an experience like something like a vodka caviar bar, like where like guests and you are getting to like enjoy it and like actually eat it or touch it or whatever you're interacting with it. I think that's like a good thing to, if you're going to splurge, consider splurging on. Whereas like a ton of my friends, a ton of my girlfriends, like actually all of them were like, what the fuck was I doing spending so much money on wedding invitations? Like everybody says that. No. And you know, as a person receiving an invitation that you don't give a fuck. I mean, obviously it's not some shitty whatever. You're going to maybe do 
make it look nice, but like go maybe towards the bare minimum. Whereas a vodka caviar bar, like that's something that people are getting and eating and experiencing. That's where you like, don't want to fuck up on like the open bar. Yeah. Music. Open bar music, but like to jump to piggyback, but kind of the other side the devil's advocate of that is like the last time. So there's been two weddings. I had caviar bar. And one was my friends who are like a billionaires, literal billionaires. And I was kind of, it was like, oh, cool, caviar bar. And I kind of expected it and was like, mm, yum, 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 yum. And I just sat there the whole time, right? <laughs> yeah. And then like the other one was like my friends who were like, they got married in Seattle and it was nice and it was at a winery, but they're not like rich, you know? So I was like, oh, caviar bar. Should we, should we all eat it or should we let the like, <laughs> family go first or like, can we enjoy this? I feel like I'm eating their their mortgage right now. You know what I mean? So like it just depends on uh how what like what you want the takeaway is from it, I guess, because you're not hanging out at the caviar bar the whole time. You're not sitting there eating caviar the whole time. You're gonna be walking around talking yeah. to people. So we are approaching this from the lens of what is the wedding we would want to attend ourselves. We don't actually care what other people want. We know they'll like it because we don't have shit taste. But well, I don't think that's what I'm saying. No. I'm not saying that. I know. But, but you're so then you're thinking about the guest perspective. Oh, of course, because there are people. The eyes of the guests. So even though you're saying it would be what we want, like you're th- considering the guests with that decision. Yeah, because our people in our lives also don't have shit taste and they like what we like. We're generally all from the same ilk. I don't think anyone's going to be like, Oh, they had that or ew, that's awful. Like we're really, I think we're aiming to please us and we know it will please everyone else, but we're starting with us. And then we are prioritizing to your point, um, the things we're putting money behind. So it's the experiences, not the paper goods, not like the neon sign and not the like anything. No, we're not doing that. We've got a great photographer to capture photos. We have a videographer because I want to capture the memories of people experiencing, not just photos. And I don't want to rely on people and their Instagram videos and their texts they throw over it and blurred vision. And, you know, most of the people will probably, and hopefully not have their phones on them the whole time because they will be experiencing and enjoying the event. But we're just trying to like throw ourselves, like, how do we want to walk into our wedding and how do we want to walk into our marriage the rest of our lives with the people we love and we're being really intentional with a lot of the things. So like the tone. Exactly. Okay. Here's another example. We wanted like some display thing of something that means something to us. I'm going to be really vague because I don't want to give it all away, but we wanted this thing. Then we realized that's something that we would have to rent to do that. But the venue was like, Oh, we have this. You could just use this. We're like done sold. Perfect. We'll take that for the low, low price of already paying for it, essentially, instead right. of the, Included. yes, like a dance floor. We are not bringing in a dance floor because they have a fucking patio that people can dance on. So Perfect. we're skipping on the black and white floor that no one will care about. So those are the things that we're making concessions on. I think if you can plan a wedding together and do that project and get through it with all the financials of it, the decisions, um, it being a second job on top of all your other jobs and you have fun doing it. Like we pour a drink and make decisions. Cause we're like, let's make it a thing. Let's make it a good thing and not a labor. So it's like wedding planning time. He pours the cocktails. I bring the pared down invitations and I show him and then 
from there, we move on to our next thing. So, I mean, he's got the best deal. That's the way I would want it to happen. I'd want my significant other to be like, all if they're all into it, then great. And then come to me with like the final two. And then I'll get I'll be like, that's what I like. Well, you know, it works for sure. me because I'm that kind of person. And right. I know he has great taste in design and that's his background. So he... But he's also allowed he's to be like, I saw yes. this. I saw this idea the other day. Like, this would be cool. What do you think? And then we talk about how to make that happen or not make it happen I or do. what the reality of it is. <laughs> or, or not most, make it I, I, re- I think that's like most heterosexual relationships where like um, decision making, especially planning weddings, but it kind of like is an umbrella term for like most of the vacation planning, like for the most part, like a woman's going to be like, I want to go here, here and here. Look at this hotel, look at this hotel. And then the guy kind of helps pare down weddings for sure. I'm sure that's like how most of it is. Like the woman is looking at all the things and the guy's like this one or this one, that one. Like, and so I think that's kind of like, if someone wants to be more involved, that's great. But I feel like that's, and it's a really good test to see how other things are going to play out in your life too. Because I think that's, again, like I'm thinking about other big things that James and I, we started planning a wedding, but we never finished it. So we kind of knew, but now the other things we do together, it's like, it does feel like what you're talking about. This is how we actually approach every decision. Like when we were planning our trip to Europe last year, when we were looking at apartments, when we were, when we do anything, one of us usually, it's not usually me actually for everything. It's, we switch off depending on the topic, but, um, he'll take the lead in this same approach where he'll do the research and then show me like the top three hotels for our honeymoon and his thoughts. Um, but it makes me happy that we share in that. And that, you know, he joked at the beginning of all this, he's like, just let me know where to be. I'm going to be an invited guest. And I was like, ha ha ha, or this doesn't get planned. So I'm not doing it alone. (laughs) Shared responsibilities and stuff. Lauren, what's going on with you in the, uh, in the crazy household? Okay. So, I saw this um, story on Instagram that kind of inspired this thought, which I I definitely connected to the story on Instagram of this girl saying like, ask me anything. And then people would, you know, chime in. Oh, it was about relationships, like her and her husband's relationship. And that was what the topic would be centered on. And that was like any question you want to ask. And she said she just got so thousands. This girl has like over a million followers. So she got thousands within minutes of like questions about, how do we get past this roommate phase? We have a new baby. We fucking hate it. This is so hard. We are bickering at each other. Somebody don't hate the baby. They hate the roommate. No, they hate the, how it feels. Yeah. Like this is not something that people should be shy to talk about. You are allowed to be like, oh my God, I'm so happy I have this healthy baby. And I'm like fucking tired. And I feel like shit or whatever you want to say. Like you can be all the things, but um, you know, like you see a lot of, people in movies or on Instagram or you, whatever you think you see, they're like, Oh, I fell so in love with my husband watching him be a father. It's like, that's lovely. And I'm sure it does happen. And I'm not saying people are making that up. And I'm not saying that you can't also be in love with your husband and also annoyed with him at the same time. But I think that people need to talk more about the fact that like, it makes things really hard. I mean, it just does. And I think that it's not like James and I ever felt like we weren't going to work out or like this was going to be it. We had kids and it ruined things. And now we're never going to get back to being how we were. It's just recognizing that it's 
really a difficult process. There's so many reasons why. And mostly the uh, tiredness, but you're like giving everything you have to this baby. And like, there's not a lot left for anything else. And you're also managing like, talk about- Can I, can I ask, like, isn't that, and uh, I might be totally ignorant here, but like, isn't that expected in this phase of their, of the childhood? Like, isn't it expected that I mean, I've never had a child. I've never even had a girlfriend over two years, but I, but like, I know that when you're raising the kids and they're running around and there's all that shit going on that I've heard and I've read that the relationship between the parents is strained. Totally. No. Yeah, it is expected. But when you're in it, you don't know how to, you don't know what to do. You're like, "What what do I do? Like I am fucking tired and now I'm bickering over like where that knife went and I don't have the energy. And like, why is it like that? Where'd the knife go? Where? Well, it's going to go in your fucking throat if you don't throw the diaper in the diaper pail instead of leaving it right next to it. Instead, that's where that fucking knife went. Like that's this will be a, this is going to be admissible in court, by that's the way. How you feel, and it's okay. And I think people just need to know that, like, it's a season, and it's like you get through it. And 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 I never. I think this is important. Like, I never once was like, this isn't going to work. Like this sucks and this isn't going to work. Like now we're going to get to like, what are we going to do? It was just like more kind of like, when is this going to end? Like, how do we get through this? We probably need some help getting through this. Cause like, this is something that we heard about, but like, I, we don't really know how to navigate it. And like, is something wrong? And then it, it helps to hear those things. Like it helped me to hear thousands of women and men DMing this girl being like, please help why does it feel like this? Did a lot of these people have the same situation you did where like no. they had babies back to back? No, I mean, not necessarily. A lot of them were like, we just had our baby. The, the baby's three months old. We live like roommates. This sucks. And like this girl has been openly talked about it before. She's pregnant with her third baby. So she's talked about it before. She's been like, it is hard. Like I did not like being a mom for the first six months. It's not that I didn't like my baby. It's just was really hard. I thought to myself, what did I do? Like, did I want this life is so different now? Like all mm-hmm. of those things, but, and it gets, I just think it's okay to feel those things. And I th- think people need to know that it's common and that it's okay. And like Jen just said, like, talk about like planning a wedding while you have a full-time job while you, yeah. Like if you can get through a wedding, good, because then times that by 4 billion and then work your full-time job and fucking take care of your kids and take care of your marriage. It's like a lot, but you know how they say like a puppy is a precursor to a kid. I think like what you said, Jen, a wedding is a precursor to kids. Great. Well, so let's just make everyone a list because I do think that that is what you're saying is helpful is what to be aware of. Yeah. I always think it is so strange when someone's like, I want to have a baby. I'm like, have you spent time with any, or do you have any friends with an infant? If no, go get some before you really walk down this path, because it is not what you think. It is not what you see. And it is much, much harder than that. So I think also when you do something on that is yours and you do it yourself, then you're like, okay, like if I go over, I, when you like, if I go over to Bo and Stassi's, I know I can give the kids back, you know, or like I can, but it's still a better understanding of their involvement in the child. Like you don't have a conversation with them. They're running around chasing a kid. Having kids. And it's like, this is unexpected. No. Well, some people do. Some people are like, God, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. But like, I was a nanny for like 20 years before I had kids. And I'm telling you, it's still very fucking 
different. <laughs> okay. Did, 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 when it, it, you were listening to this podcast, did like infidelity come up? Because you, like the you whole mean? roommate, well, I mean the whole roommate thing and then having kids kind of back to back or even just feeling like disconnected from your spouse. Right. I could see how that would breed oh, thoughts sure. of infidelity. Oh. Oh my God, I think it totally could. Obviously, it, well, it, not obviously, it did not hear for James and I, fortunately, like that never came up. I think both of us also have a very like specific personality type where that's just like not a, really a thing for us. But even still, even if it's not a thing for you, I could see how it could lead you down that path. I mean, it could lead people down a lot of paths, but I think knowing that it's normal and knowing that there is a light at the end of the, t- the tunnel and sticking through it is really like, best thing to do not ever thinking in your mind like we have an out like we're together we're doing this together and this might be hard but that's okay I think that's Mm -hmm. like because it's starting to feel like we're all becoming normal again like everything from top to bottom like I can shower now like I can like go to appointments I can like so it's just know that it's hard and it's great there's great things about it too I'm not like trying to bag on it I'm just saying it's okay that it's hard and like it's just, it, it's really about finding balance too, because that's- Have you had this conversation with James and have you had him oh, yeah. listen to the podcast? Oh no, I had him listen to, like I've had him, well, our podcast, you mean? No, 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 no. The oh, podcast- that, Oh no, that, it was an Instagram story. And yeah, I, I screenshot it all for him and was like, look, see, look, see. And he's like, no, I, that's hel- so helpful. Because it just helps to know you're like not alone and like well, it's a support group of some sort, and I think that's the nature of support groups is so you feel that you're not alone, you're seen, you're heard, you can talk through things. It's a safe space, and the fact that more and more people are actually coming out with real issues and not being so manicured and curated and like uh, cagey, like nothing bothers me more than when you ask somebody how they're doing and they give you like the sugar coated version. Sure. Maybe in passing, or it's like, uh, you know, an acquaintance, but like, I feel maybe because of doing this podcast compelled to be brutally honest and not sugarcoat things for like my girlfriends who are single and they're like, how's, you know, living together. I'm like, well, here's the real, real, this is what it looks like. And I think, you know, Rob, we haven't even touched on you yet, but like, does hearing about all of this kind of have you go the other direction or are you like, Oh, I actually like what the future could be. Yeah. I think I'm just more aware. Like I'm, 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 I'm a person and this is in all aspects of my life. I'm able to step out of my current situation and kind of look at it from a bird's eye view and I'm able to analyze everything pretty well. Um, so I, I'm not ignorant to the fact that some, like, that's why I told you before, I'm like, I don't know, maybe do I want somebody on my couch next to me right now? Do I want somebody in, ha- deciding what dinner I'm going to have? Because if they already had tacos last, you know what I mean? Like, not that I ever have tacos, but, and then it's also like, <laughs> no you know, then the kids, then the kids situation, you know, it's like, I know that's going to be hard. I even said it when I got ransom, I was like, fuck. She was really good about potty training. Like, I don't, I'm tired already, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm definitely aware of it, make but it, it doesn't, you it make doesn't it work. Yeah. And it, it doesn't keep me away from wanting any of that. No, it doesn't. I'm just more, uh, a more knowledge, educated going into the situation. Yeah. So you're in the situation now. You are embarking on your Rob's 12 months of dating challenges. I got to tell you, I didn't think I was going to do it. And then I just did it. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to like leap and then know the net is under whatever the fuck. I mean, I went head first, no 
no arm floaties into the deep end. Very proud of you. That's okay, what you so should do. Tell the people what they want to hear. What dating apps are you on? I mean, I joined Bumble and I joined Hinge because in for some reason, every time I told somebody you all were making me do this in um in Texas, in Austin, they were like, no, 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 Hinge, Hinge, Hinge. You don't want to do Bumble, Hinge. And okay. I was like, all right. So I so I did both. And, uh, and then I just applied for Raya. Wow. You're really, you're trying to get like brownie points or win this challenge and we are here for it. So tell us about your experience on each and what led you to Raya as well. I mean, it is bad. It is bad. bad. It is bad. Like the, the pickings are slim, very slim. Um, the ones that are coming through, I mean, I think I have you sound like a psychic. The ones that are coming through. The ones that are making it through. <laughs> the spirits. The spirits. <laughs> zero interest, right? Uh, Bumble, I'm getting a lot of like likes, but I'm not matching with anyone. You're not liking that. And then like today, and then this is a thing that Hinge and see, this is another Texas thing, I think. And I don't mean to insult anybody, but I'm just saying like right now, Hinge it's like, you've seen everyone, maybe change your, your profile preferences. And then like Bumble was like, you have 28 matches outside of your preferences. Like maybe change them. But my preferences are just like. Well, why don't you look. just do that and see? I think I did that once and saw what it was. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Because well, like, what I would know, it be? Maybe one of your preferences is like. Something- your filters. No, I know what they are. I'm just oh. saying like, <laughs> like most of the things I'm getting are like, like here, I'll tell you what I'm not. I'm not. Right with God, and Jesus is not my one and only okay. Savior. I'm not a staunch conservative, right. and I'm also not uh, going to build you a shed in the backyard and like fix your fucking plumbing. Like mm-hmm. these are things that I'm that I'm just not right. So when my preferences are spiritual, liberal, and you know I like to go out sometimes, it's like that narrows it down, and I'm well, not can changing. You take, that. Can you take out liberal and just like? No. Because I don't want to fucking date somebody that's moderate or conservative. Like that's something that I don't want. So, bye. So I don't you're care. not really in a. Well, I guess Austin is probably more liberal than other Texan towns, but moderate's not terrible. No, in today's day and age, it's 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 fucked. So I don't want it. I just don't want it. So, okay. uh, so um, those are, I've changed the age range oh. a bunch to see yeah, like maybe. Maybe that was it. I've changed the distance. Yeah, distance yes. is also good. And I will tell you this. I went. On, I changed it because I, I like going to Nashville, and I've connected with people in Nashville. Good. And I put Nashville as like on trip, and I've I found like four girls right away on Nashville in Nashville. But like, I'm not in Nashville, so what well, am I so, saying? You know, like they just see you. It doesn't hurt to just see. Right, but that right. but then that makes this even worse. So I think Bumble might go away. Okay. I think I might get rid of Bumble. That's fine. Because- hey, all you have to you, that's what this is. It's testing yeah. out and seeing what works for you. As long as there's one dating app happening and you're at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. But I think, okay, this is a good exercise, regardless of what you're like, if you're liking the people you're seeing, I think this is showing oh, wait, you but, but more, also- more people than you actually know. No, 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 no. It's not show. It's showing me not to leave the fucking house. It's what oh, it's that. showing me. It's showing me that this is like just as bad as I thought it was. And then, like the hinge thing is like it's ze- like zero all the time. It's like you all like literally all the time. It's change your. This is you've you've seen everybody. 
there's nobody else coming up. I think dating apps, I think they should be used like this, especially for you, Rob. Like, you know how you put crystals in your house because you were trying to, I don't know, find love or they're not or whatever. So rose quartz by your bed is what they say to do. It helps you find love. This is not going to summons like Brad Pitt into your life, Jen, or maybe you like Brad Pitt, (laughs) Katy Perry into your life, but it is going to keep you aware that that is the mindset that you are in and you, it's like a reminder and it does also have energy. Right. So I think that, I think that Raya is where most of the girls that I know out here are. So you know how like Raya, you have to apply. And then you know that yes. like it has to say like wh- who are your references or whatever. And I went on the reference yeah. list and like every girl that I know out here is like on that. You know what oh, I mean? It was but the crazy. problem with Raya, and I don't know if anyone's talked to you about it, is they do not care about your geo at all. They will show you somebody in Switzerland. No, no, I I know that because my friend uh who I won't name her name, but my friend's on it and she's like, This guy's cute, but he's in Germany. You know what I mean? Like that right. kind of thing. Which is whatever. Maybe I meet somebody in fucking well, Germany. I think, like, I think it's all just a te- all of this is just a test for you. It's more than an exercise, I will say, because obviously you aren't just doing it to like fuck around. Like you're doing it with intention. But I yeah, think I put that- I put I put must like relationship or long term on here. I didn't put like we'll yeah. see or, and or I casual think, or I any think of that. It shit. just keeps you more aware. Like if you don't meet someone on a dating app, like it's going to heighten your senses while you're out in the real world because it's on your mind. And that's what, like a crystal, that's why I think all those things work. It's not just the one thing. Don't just- I have rose quartz next to my bed. No, I'm saying- (laughs) Yeah, good. You're not just relying on that. You're also trying dating apps. You're also talking to girls when you're out. Like all of those things work together in harmony. Everything is connected. All the energy is being focused towards this thing. And I think this is- that for you. Well, I think so Bumble, fine. I think Bumble might be DOA. Okay. I think Bumble okay. might go away. Wait, I gotta, yeah. I think Bumble's going to be DOA. Look at this. 20, look, do you see what it says? It says you have 21 matches outside of your settings of your filter settings. And I'm like, before, well, which one? Wait, before you, you kill Bumble, can you just open that up and see what happens? And then- I tried, I tried changing the filter settings. That would be that. Is it, is it, because it like one of them is like women. Is there men that are on? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe that's well, the other that, thing. It's like this thing you can ones that you can like just maybe just to see. Like try the moderate thing or try whatever else you can try. All right, I'll try moderate I'll or try the relationship moderate. thing. Here's the thing: some mm. people don't put that they're looking for a relationship because it's that same age old time problem yeah, that we talk about is girls don't want to come on too strong. So like. For me, I put relationship because I was like, that is a no-brainer and I don't care who knows it. But there are girls that will try a different tactic to lure men who might not want to put that they're looking for a relationship. So I think you can take that off, but make it known when you communicate. And just try and see what happens. And if at that point you're still like not seeing anybody that like catches your eye, then Bumble is gone. Let's remind everyone what your February challenge is. And that is that you are to attend a Valentine's event or do something related to Valentine's Day and continue to try to keep matching on whatever dating app you're on. Let's so, not do Valentine's. Let's just do Valentine's Day. But let's, like, Rob, let's it just need to be like go somewhere and wear pink and eat conversation hearts. It no just shit. Like, I'm just saying like even if it's a Valentine's Day event, I'm not, I don't want to do that. How about we just say like if there's something that comes up 
that is like a speed dating or something like yeah. something else besides the app yeah. that will get me out yes. of. Fine. Okay. Fine. But like, like something else outside of the app that'll get me out and seen. Yeah. This, here's the other thing about these apps. I don't, I paid like 75 for hinge. I paid like 50 or 60 for a month on Bumble. And I don't even know what the fuck they do, is doing. So like, there's like, Oh, you want to do that? Well, if it's At, doing nothing, you, like, you can hinge probably is like, get a Oh, you want to talk to that girl? That. You need 12 roses. That's $30. She's going to tell you how to get a refund, but also we're going to tell you guys how to keep listening. You all, you know, you want to hear more about this. So you have to keep tuning in to It's Complicated, where we always are talking more dating and relationship stuff. And obviously Rob's dating journey and the 12 months of dating challenges here that are just going to keep getting more exciting. Please subscribe, rate, comment, share with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, do not forget to follow us on social media at complicated show. And Jen, where can everyone find you at Jennifer golden on all the social meds. And you guys can find me at forever's evers on Instagram. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds as well. We'll be back later. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.